Hafadeh from Guam and Harvest Ministries, and welcome to episode 38 of the Take Note podcast. My name is Chris Harper. Every afternoon on Harvest Family Radio, we bring you Take Note, the radio program. On that program, we discuss a theme or topic from the Word of God live between songs. This podcast version features the scripture passage and outline from one of our favorite programs from the previous week, minus the music. You don't have to be a regular radio listener to find the podcast helpful. These are standalone episodes, around 10 minutes in length, and we know they'll be an encouragement to anyone trying to learn more from Scripture. Today, we ask you to take note of 1 Peter chapter 2, verses 9-23. through 23. This passage tells us some things about who we are in Christ. It reminds us that we've been called out of darkness— and should now live in light. It also reminds us of the mercy we obtained from God and tells us the manner in which we should now live, relating to our lives as citizens and as servants. And it makes a distinction between our manner of living and the world's manner of living. And at the end of the passage, it reveals that Christ is our example. He behaved in a certain way, and therefore his people should behave in that way as well. An example from 1 Peter 2, 9-23 through on today's Take Note podcast. Let's get right into the passage, verses 9 and 10 of 1 Peter 2. But ye are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, and holy nation, a peculiar people, that ye should show forth the praises of him who hath called you out of darkness and into his marvelous light, which in time past were not a people, but are now the people of God, which had not obtained mercy, but now have obtained mercy. Those of us who have faith in Christ are a people that are set apart for God. We are to show forth the praises of the one who called us. Another translation says that we are to proclaim the excellencies of him internalizing the fact that we've been called from darkness into light, that we've been forgiven, provided with mercy, and eternally transformed. Those of us who know him can now be called a people, even the people of God. But this is not because by our own merit we have reached a pinnacle, but because we have been freely given by God mercy. The mercy we have received makes us belong. But that doesn't mean work will not follow. In fact, it very much will. Let's go on to the next two verses, verses 11 and 12 of 1 Peter 2. Dearly beloved, I beseech you, as strangers and pilgrims, abstain from fleshly lusts, which war against the soul, having your conversation or your manner of life honest among the Gentiles, that whereas they speak against you as evildoers, they may by your good works, which they shall behold, glorify God in the day of visitation. So we have to be asked, the dearly beloved, as strangers and pilgrims, to abstain from fleshly lusts, because they war against the soul. Meaning we are not just to avoid these behaviors because God says so, but because they are destructive to us. God knows and God wants what is best for us. 
He wants us to have a manner of life. That's what that word conversation means. That is honest in the wider world. Those who were without, without the church, may speak against us, but we must do good works and by them glorify God. Verses 13 through 15 of 1 Peter 2. Submit yourselves to every ordinance of man for the Lord's sake, whether it be to the king as supreme or unto governors as unto them that are sent by him for the punishment of evildoers and for the praise of them that do well. For so is the will of God, that ye with well-doing ye may put to silence the ignorance of foolish men. So be a good citizen, obey the law, do right as a member of your community and as a member of your nation. God has set authorities over us, and he's done so for our own good. Leaders in society have a certain set of duties. I understand that they don't always fulfill those duties, but they generally punish evildoers and praise those that do well. Therefore, it is good, God's will, it says here, that we obey them. 1 Peter 2, verses 16 and 17. As free and not using your liberty for a cloak of maliciousness, but as the servants of God, honor all men, love the brotherhood, Fear God. Honor the King. We must not use our freedom to cover up evil. We are to truly be the kind of citizens that God requires. Honoring all, loving the brothers and the sisters, fearing God, and honoring the King, or honoring those that are in authority. Now 1 Peter 2, verses 18-20. through 20. Servants, be subject to your masters with all fear not only to the good and gentle, but also to the froward. For this is thankworthy. If a man for conscience toward God endure grief, suffering wrongfully. For what glory is it if, when ye be buffeted for your faults, ye shall take it patiently? But if, when ye do well and suffer for it, ye take it patiently, this is acceptable with God. So this passage reaches a little deeper into our lives as servants, those under direct authority, not just good authorities, but also those who are unjust. Yes, unjust. Some may, some will suffer unjustly. We see examples of this through the early New Testament church. Of course, we should suffer whatever penalty we deserve, but we should also learn to suffer when we do well. What a countercultural concept this is. Very few in the world would express such a sentiment. And yet God says this unjust suffering, doing so patiently, is acceptable to him. If we're not sure this is the case, well, let's take the example of Jesus himself. For what did he do? When he was faced with untrue, unjust accusations, and an unjust punishment. Well, the next series of verses tells us, 1 Peter 2, verses 21 through 24. For even hereunto were ye called, because Christ also suffered for us, leaving us an example that ye should follow in his steps, who did no sin, 
neither was guile found in his mouth, who when he was reviled, reviled not again. When he suffered, he threatened not, but committed himself to him that judgeth righteously, who his own self bear our sins in his own body on the tree, that we, being dead to sins, should live under righteousness, by whose stripes ye were healed. We have nothing more to say when we consider him. It is certain that he, being perfect, suffered much. This is how our salvation was obtained. And he, he was our example. Well, you've been listening to the Take Note podcast. These few minutes together are brought to you by Harvest Ministries and KHMG on Guam. Our website is khmg.org, khmg.org. In every episode, we ask you to take note of a theme or topic from the Word of God. My name is Chris Harper. Thanks for listening.